Welcome to Tranos and the Lived Experience, a podcast confronting current events, politics, comedy, and calamity, all from the perspective of a trans titaness. She's a verbal black belt, skilled in the art of roasting, the hellmouth, doomsayer, CEO of the Amazon position. Here's your host, Cameron Ellen Jarrell. Welcome to Tranos and the Lived Experience, the show that borrowed a couple dollars from you and is back to ask for more. My name is Tranos, also known as Cameron Ellen Jarrell, but I prefer Tranos. Say that shit or I'll mosquito your barbecue. Once again, um, this is the first episode in the All the Smoke series. Um, I'm back for y'all asses. Uh, this episode is also brought to you by the pairing of marijuana and music. Today's episode could only be smokable as long as we're sitting through here with a little bit of pink kush. So it helps me relax, it helps me focus. And the song is a 1996 hit by the band Bush. It's called Swallowed. It's very special to me. It's the song that was playing in the background the first time I got my dick sucked. Holla at you, boy. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, with that being said, and the joke's getting out of the way, let's talk about something that we've been talking about for now, uh, um, half of my life. Let's talk about the lady invasion in safe spaces, queer spaces. Lady invasion. That's the word that was called when I was young. Heterosexual white women in safe spaces uh, pertaining to queers, uh, i.e. Uh, bars, um, uh, lesbian clubs, uh, social groups, movements. Uh, but let's focus in on something we could probably all relate to. Uh, bars, clubs. Picture it. It's early uh, the 2000s, around 2002. You are a uh, stealth undercover queer person and you go out for the night to be around people who kind of know you're queer because of the space that you inhabit and how safe it is and your ability to be feel safe in that space. You walk into a space, um, you wait in line, all your friends are there, you're getting ready to have a gay old time. Right as you get to the door, fucking limousine pulls up, bunch of woo girls in it, the door swings open, confetti balloons party favors in the shapes of penises jump from a limousine all screaming bachelorette party nightmare for a queer person uh, in my age limit that used to be nightmare fuel because that meant that like cis hetero women have designated this safe space theirs for the night a lot of people get like upset because like we need a safe space too yes I, i agree cis hetero women need safe spaces as well. They just so happen to be able to inhabit all the spaces that are designated for minority groups. And they literally just kind of walk in and take over. Um, As someone who used to be a performer, I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about that this episode, but as someone who used to be a performer, it's nothing worse than like standing on the stage and watching a bunch of like straight women walk in and realizing that your music set has to change, that your demeanor has to change, and that you have to be prepared to be like violated in a space that is just normally just like sacred. It's a sacred space. Like, Queer spaces, there aren't a lot of them. That's why they're so important. And in the conversation wrapped around these spaces, like, is how come it's so easy for cis hetero white women specifically to just become one of the gays on a Saturday or a Wednesday or happy hour? 
drag brunch. You know what I mean? How's it so easy? Like when, like when did that become a thing? Like I know it's supposed to be some kind of solidarity between like homosexuals and femme identifying people, but let's be real. I'm going to say something and this is up because I want all the smoke. Feel how you going to feel about it. Cis hetero white women are the white men of queer spaces. There, I said it. If you'd like to fight me, um, you can look into the log. Um, you can look into the bio after the description for this episode. You'll be able to find all my contact information. Um, I want all the smoke. Uh, let's argue about it. So um, I'll say this. Handsy, boisterous, takes up lots of space. Uh, becomes violent. Uh, breaks uh, unspoken rules. It's just like a free-for-all that night. It's like all the cis women who are in that limousine decided at some point on their way to this queer space that, oh, we get to do whatever the fuck we want in there. We get to get up on stage. We get to grope people. We get to drink in excess. We get to, like, cry, have drama, fight, start fights. Like, the list goes on and on. And don't act like you don't know a person in your group of heterosexual white friends who has not done that? Like, and shout out to all the women who've been married in the last 15 years in Rochester. Uh, I'd appreciate it if um, the straight ones would uh, find another way to celebrate your bachelorette. Like, it's not like a carnival. Um, it's a safe space. It's where we get to be free. We get to have commerce with each other. We get to have communion with each other. We get to sit down. We get to, like, entertain ourselves. We get to have our own language. We get to have our own space. That piece of land is ours for that evening. And like just the fact that like it's so rare to find those like those those respites, those safe spaces. But on a bachelorette night, all it takes is for somebody to be like, you know, it'll be really cool if we go bother the gays for a fucking night. Like like oh, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Like, I want you to slow down. If you're thinking about doing it in the future, uh, there's going to come a point where the limousine is going to start coming to a halt in front of a, your favorite gay watering hole at that moment. Tell me if I'm lying. You're all going to look at each other. There's going to be a unanimous woo. The door's going to go open. And among the, the tapping of everyone's oversized heel for the night, that you're going to eventually kick off and just be running barefoot in the club for some reason. The minute your foot taps the floor, you all make an unwritten law that you're just going to wild the fuck out in our space. And we would like you to just stop that. Just like go to Denny's. TGI Fridays, Cheesecake Factory, whatever the fuck straight women do. <laughs> um, go have a, um, a skinny girl or whatever the fuck y'all drink. <laughs> um, uh, I hear uh, white women like yogurt, so something probably with yogurt in it. I don't know. And stay the fuck away from the club. Like, we're really kind of tired. Now, like, now it, juxtaposition. I don't have a problem with straight women in a club. I have a problem with straight women in a gay space who don't understand what their role is. You are a guest. Guests don't just come in and, 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 and like for lack of a better word, wipe the asshole on your furniture, do they? So why do you get to just walk into the club and start acting the fucking fool? I've been, uh, I've witnessed this so many times since 2002 itself. Like that's not the first time I went to a gay club. That's just the first time I'm willing to talk about. <laughs> um, like this has been a conversation amongst the community for like decades now. Where we're like, hey, like, so how do we feel about like straight like, white women specifically entering queer spaces? I mean, like 
you think I'm bullshitting about my complaint about it, do me a favor and Google gay club bachelorette party and see what happens. Now wait, because you about to look, you about to behold some goofy ass shit. Uh, this is going to be a bunch of Rebecca's and Barbara's falling over over the fucking place. It's going to be crowns with dicks on them. It's going to be fucking weird ass fucking sashes and banners all over the place. It's going to be a lot of, oh, I'm getting married. Like now, remember, if we go back like 15 years, a bachelorette in a queer space is such a fucking slap in the face. Think about it. 15 years ago, like, gay marriage wasn't legal. So you would bring your bachelorette party to a fucking space where people aren't allowed to be married? And then you get to get drunk and yell about how you're getting married and we're all supposed to, like, stop what we're doing to be like, whoa, congratulations. I mean, we haven't achieved that law or rule or right yet, but I'm guessing, like, it's great that you're here being able to do it and interrupt my shit. Um, another thing. White women, please pay attention to how much you're drinking. In the club, the bartenders at queer clubs tend to pour a little heavy. That's because they know we've been through some things. We've we've become accustomed to their pour. This will be your first time catching a double shot that's really like a dribble. So you should probably like drink in moderation because we don't want you on the stage ever. Like I can't tell you how many times I've been to like drag shows and, and, and some, like, bachelorette jumps up on the stage and does entirely too much. First off, you're, you're interrupting someone's job. You're interrupting a show. People came to be entertained, and we didn't pay to see you. You and your homegirls with your sashes and your dick straws should just sit in the corner and enjoy the fucking show and not try to become part of it. Because that's the entitlement there. Like, we're just going to talk about the entitlement. So we got like you walking into a club and celebrating nuptials in front of a people where it's unlawful for them to wed. So we got that. That's check. We also have like gaudy fucking bullshit, <laughs> like fucking like decorations and bullshit that you have to trounce and we have to like sweep up and pick up after you all night long. We have to kick like pick up your purses. We have to carry y'all when y'all fall. We have to catch y'all when your, your knees knock on them weird ass fucking heels y'all wear when y'all come. We see you. I see you. I see you always. I know you normally wear flats, but tonight you're trying to look sexy because it's girls night out. Well, you should have girls night out at a steakhouse. Y'all should go and like get hibachi. Moons over my motherfucking hammy for all I give a fuck at Denny's. Two for 20s. But what you shouldn't do is interrupt shows or, or be in queer spaces and not be paying attention to like the social cues and the rules of the space. The space is to be honored by everyone, including you. And if you can't respect that, then don't come um, going right back to like almost sounding kind of like look weird, if anything, that I'm saying like, yeah, I don't have a problem with straight people in spaces as long as they have a reverence for that space. and They realize that they are not the top of the food chain. And that is a huge problem sometimes with cis hetero white women. So those are the ones that I'm really talking to right now, because like, yeah, like, I mean, like type in male sapien, Karen. And y'all see how y'all act. We tired of checking y'all about it. And I'm trying to have a conversation with you. It's all about love. It's all about being open and honest. And instead of me cussing you out in the club and spilling my fucking henny over your head, I would like us to sit down and have this conversation now before you enter the space. Because as a 41-year-old, I rarely go out. So if I go out and I see a group of you, I'm going to check the shit out you. I'm going to make sure you know the rules. Why? Because I've lived long enough to be able to do so. <laughs> um... Uh, I know like you're like, oh, that's um, that's gatekeeping. That's gatekeeping. Yes. A certain amount of gatekeeping needs to be like done towards people who are descendants of oppressors. 
just to put it out there. Like there's, it's just in your nature to take up space and not realize that you are marginalizing someone by just being there. I know it's all fun and games. I know you just want to go have fun and let your hair down. Go do it somewhere else. Miley Cyrus and Taylor, uh, Taylor, whatever her name is, got all of y'all thinking that it's just cool. Um, Katy Perry as well. Got y'all thinking that it's cool to just dabble in queer culture in and out. Y'all just get to come in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. Um, It's not. Sorry about it. <laughs> oh, I wish I can go into a little bit more detail, but just this the history of like safe spaces in general and then the entrance of white people. I mean, like it's in you to colonize. I get it. But like just have a little bit more reverence for the spaces that you enter. We, we always got to talk to you about stuff like appropriation and misappropriation and fetishization. And like all of those things are happening when you decide that, oh, yeah, I'm going to go take my party to go interrupt someone's everyday life. Because it's about me, even in that space that just 35 years prior would have been illegal to even be in. It ain't been that long since being gay in public was a problem. It ain't been that long since gay clubs had to be like secretive and stealthy and hieroglyph. Like we had to know where to look. We had to know who to be around. We had to come with somebody that was trusted. You couldn't just walk in because you could pay the fucking door. And I know times get rough for all these queer spaces because, yeah, money is tight and queer people are super marginalized. So, yeah, unless you work in Hollywood, you don't make a lot of money. I know this stereotype of like queer people all being rich is it's out there, but that's not the truth. It's not the truth. Some of these nightclubs are on their last leg because like people like me who are getting older, queer people who are getting older, don't feel like spending money in spaces that are going to be infiltrated by straight people, by straight cis people who have no respect for what's going on there. Like, I don't understand some of the, like, the, the, the micro-aggressive, like, fucking internalized transphobic things and queer, like, homophobic things that happen when straight women decide that they're going to come into this space and that we're supposed to provide them safety from the rest of the world while allowing them to become the predator in that space. You bring your problems with you. And when we out here marching for things like civil rights and the ability to keep our babies and we're out here marching um for marriage equality we're out here marching for abortion rights and, and standing on your side while those things are happening the only time we really see you is at like fucking bachelor parties bachelorette parties y'all show up pride y'all show up i mean show up when there's problems like don't bring y'all problems to the to the celebrations don't bring that because when y'all step into those spaces you also take up way too much space as it is period i know everybody wants to fetishize that you could switch back and forth because you went to college and you and your fucking roommate like fingered each other once but that's not like that's not where we are yeah i, I shot at you pow i told you it was all smoke season i'm after you i'm on your ass i'm at your head <laughs> um uh I know I might have hit a nerve there with some people. I don't give a shit. I'm being as real as possible as I can about how I feel about the situation. I know I'm not speaking for everyone, so I don't want you in my fucking emails and all of that talking about how you feel. Because first off, if you ask me, um, uh, do, do I know what white women went? I'm going to stop you right there. and I'm going to answer. We do not care. Oh, again, we do not care. We do not care. I don't care. I leaned forward in my chair, almost fell on the floor. I do not care. 
Someone should be saying these things at all times. Somebody should be kind of reminding me. Um, th this conversation was sparked in my brain from a TikTok that I watch, and I'm old, so I don't remember anything. So it was one of the Tiki Talks, as an elder would say. It was just a real conversation about, like, space and safety and, like, how little safe space there is for queer people, especially queer people of color, trans people of color. Like... There's so few safe spaces and to just have the, the truckloads of audacity to just walk up and just take space everywhere while we are in the midst of having conversations about the problems that are caused by you with just no nonchalant, just bullshit. So you listen to Katy Perry. So you love Lady Gaga. That doesn't mean you get to come in here. Some things ain't for y'all. And I know y'all been having a real hard time in 2020 and 2021 with people telling y'all what's up. We should have been saying this shit a long time ago. And I'm not blaming my ancestors for not saying them. They they went through shit and died to give me the ability to say the things I'm saying to you now. And I hope they resonate so that my my aunts, my my descendants don't have to talk to you about this shit again. Period. Some spaces ain't for y'all. Some shit ain't for y'all. Some languages ain't for y'all. Some dances ain't for y'all. I know for a millennia now, y'all just been snatching shit from people. But come on, like, can we start talking about, like, how, like, y'all deserve a lot more anguish than y'all getting? And all we really asking for is space. Ain't nobody beating y'all ass. Ain't nobody out here. Starting weird ass left like left wing fucking like tariff militias and all that other shit to come after y'all. We just asking y'all to like, hey, do us a favor. Small things here, here and there. Um, first, um, mind y'all fucking business. Um, two, uh, there's gonna be a barbecue over there. You're not welcome. <laughs> three, we want to whoop y'all ass, but because th the actual trauma is just a few bloodlines behind us, we're trying to work on not putting our hands on you. So if you could stop like physically threatening us at all costs, that would be great. And four, stay the fuck out of spaces where you don't belong. Like just think about it. Just just think about it for a second. Should you be wearing someone else's culture? No. Should you um, be talking to someone about their culture? Should you be preaching to someone about something that you find? in their culture no um should you spend a lot more time listening probably i think that would be great it'd be awesome if you could just take a moment and listen um also like hey just realize that there's going to be some barriers everybody else had to evolve with barriers set by you so us being like hey um could y'all like chill the fuck out in the club i mean that's a small thing to like y'all being like hey be subordinates or hey be cattle and we're going to talk about it in the later episodes, but hey, be food. Yeah, I'm shooting at y'all. Cannibals. Savages. A little bit of silence. Make it dramatic. All right, so something new. I'm going to take a little break. We're going to talk about something for a couple more seconds. And then we're going to finish this up. So, as I said before, today's episode is brought to you by the pairing of marijuana and music. Today's episode is brought to you by Pink Kush, which I am packing my bowl with right now. We're going to take a hit together. See if we can get through this conversation without your feelings getting hurt further hurt. And then I'm going to take this shit home. All right? Is that cool with you? Hmm? All right, cool. Do, do me a favor. Um, Stop coming to the club. Stop bringing your bachelorette parties to the clubs. Like, I mean, come to the club and like, have fun. 
recognize the rules around you. But stop, stop bringing your problematic white friends to the club. We already got to deal with racism from within. Why we got to deal with yours too? And your like fucking like just weird like supremacy, cis supremacy in every space. Just, hey, like no, no. If it says drag show tonight, like yeah, you come. Stay off the stage. We're tired of playing Britney. I've seen whole like, set list change. Like, because we can't do music that's off the beaten path for y'all because y'all just starting to get on shit. Like, like Lil Nas X, like, we've been listening to stuff that explorative and, like, deep and, like, fucking artistic for decades. We always kind of been ahead of the curve for y'all. We kind of, y'all kind of, like, I think that's, it's kind of an infiltration to, like, get, like, recon. You're always, like, a season behind us. You're, and that goes for music, that goes for art, that goes for fashion, that goes for food. Y'all fetishize, like, the, the queer stereotypes about us. So that's why you f- find it comfortable to, like, walk into these spaces. Ask yourself, are you going to this club because it's really nice in there and they serve really great drinks? Are you going in there because there's some small sense of, like, normalcy to you walking into a space where you find everybody irregular? And on that note, I'm going to take this hit of Pink Kush. while wow. Reminiscing and thinking about 1996's Bush hit. Swallow. Hold on. This weed good. And I'm grown. So if you hear coughing or lighter flicks, grow up. (laughs) Grow up. Yeah, we could use this downtime for a commercial. All right, I'm back on your ass. That was delicious. <laughs> so I know um, I've been saying some things that might have hurt your feelings, and I don't care. Um, but hopefully these things resonate with you. I mean, like, if you're having trouble with hearing it from me, there are plenty of articles that you could look up plenty things that you can google i mean take some time while you're like looking at like white girl instagram and kind of like google like hey um how to respect queer spaces how to support queer spaces how to help queer spaces grow how to maintain safety in queer spaces none of those articles be written by me because i don't have time to write things you're just going to skim so I think it'll be a little bit easier for you to just rewind Spotify or rewind iTunes or rewind anywhere and everywhere that like Tranos is streamed and listen to this over and over again. Have some reverence and some respect for the environment that you had no hand in building. Don't become the thing that we're protecting ourselves from. Don't walk into that space and feel comfortable enough to become that thing. Take your party elsewhere. Chuck E. Cheese is popping. Go there. <laughs> like, like, go there. Um, um, there used to be, uh, like, what is it, the Spaghetti Factory? They closed that down a couple years ago. It makes me old. Um, what else they got? They got um, the um, Outlaw Potatoes. And here we had a search like dope ass baked potatoes. Y'all can go in there, eat baked potatoes, pour ranch dressing all over everything, put mayonnaise on stuff that don't need mayonnaise. Y'all can do all that shit in there. You could go to McDonald's for all I care. You can go to Olive Garden. You could also go to hell. 
How about that? Smoke. I want the smoke. And since y'all like talking about, oh, Cameron's always talking about violence and all the other shit. No, I'm not talking about violence. I don't want to be violent at all. I'm just saying go somewhere else. I'm just saying I don't want to be cordial to someone who's being flippant in the space that was designated a safe space for me. I don't want to have to deal with your drama at all. I don't even want to have to fight you. I just want you to look me in my eyes, realize that some shit is going on, realize that you are the cause of it, and then like fucking weird ass fucking zombies turn around like Barbie's like fucking best friends and bounce. Like get the fuck out. Like <laughs> go to one of those other places. Throw a picnic. Have a barbecue. Find something upscale to do. I don't want to be seen as like the entertainers of of the of of the bullshit. Like I also don't want y'all to think that like things like that we have to struggle and have to like fight with people that aren't even completely mainstream yet. I know y'all love drag. I know RuPaul's Drag Race made all of y'all a bunch of fucking drag experts all of a sudden. I know y'all love that. So y'all think y'all could come and be like, oh, I'm coming to see my fave. But what you're actually doing is you're becoming a guest in a space where we are watching one of our own legends who use their creativity against a mainstream that doesn't allow their art to be seen as such making coin. So when you come in there, give them a coin, give them they do take your raggedy ass back home. Don't bring your drama up in there. Don't bring your bullshit college exploration in there. <laughs> don't bring like your please don't bring your motherfucking uh, boyfriends in there. Ain't nobody got time for that. Don't come in here on no weird swinger shit. <laughs> like, well, I don't. I'm. I'm pretty sure. Like, we all know the like the the group of um, the couple groups that like to walk in there with the weird symbols and the pineapples upside down and the fucking spades on their bodies and all that other shit. Hey, find a kink club. This is a safe space. You know what I'm saying? Like, go find that somewhere else. <laughs> like, um, I just um, I wanted to touch on this episode. One, because uh, we've run out of things in the bank and I need to get to work. <laughs> and two, uh, because it's just it's, it's been on my mind. I was watching TikTok. It came to mind like some people were talking about it in, in my FYP. And it just was it, it triggered like this is this same conversation was being had in 2002 when I was 22 years old. That's like that's like 18 years ago. We're, we're still having the same conversation about y'all not having no fucking manners in in. In queer spaces, like get get some fucking home training about you. We have to like dance the dance in your world, and I don't I don't hear it a lot anymore. Um, as in twenty twenty one, but like in gay world, y'all gotta respect where y'all at. We have to respect y'all every other facet of life. When you step into gay world, respect where you at. Respect the ground that you're walking on. Respect the people that are there. Respect the relationships that have been built. This is not some visitation like Disney for you. Like, you don't get to come in here and like, throw shit all over the front lawn. You don't get to have, bring your drama with you. You don't get to make people feel uncomfortable. You also don't get to bring your bigotry. All the shit that we had to fight for just to have those spaces exist, you should leave that shit at home when you come in here. Pull up nonchalant. You and a couple of your girls, it's cool. Don't bring no more motherfucking bridesmaid bachelorette parties through. Fuck that. Fuck that. Um. And, oh, um. Don't think I ain't got something for you. For, uh. Uh, cis hetero men. I got something for y'all, but it's, it's, I'm planning that in a new episode. We, I'm not going to do both at the same time. I think it needs to be focused so you can hear what I'm saying. This ain't for you. This is for cis hetero white women specifically. 
you dip and dabble all you want to, but stay out the club. Come see Trixie, see Katya. Get you some Pandora box. Some Kasha Davis. And then you hit the fucking dusty trail. Alright? We don't want you up on the stage. Please wear underwear when you come to the club. Um, If I see your dirty underfoot paw print, you out. Like, if I see the bottom of your foot ever, you out. <laughs> like the, the, like I, I look, like, look, I, I've seen so many raw cis hetero women feet in the air from fights and running and sliding on stuff and wanting to do splits and trying karate for the first night, death dropping. Like we're not paying for y'all shit. We don't have liability insurance for y'all be coming there breaking y'all hips. Like leave it to the professionals. Stay tuned for All Smoke series episode two, where we'll dive into um why your mom can't stay out of my fucking emails. My name's Kim Ryan, Aileen Maharet Jarrell, also known as Treno. Say that shit with your whole chest, or I'll fucking hook kick you in the dick. This is Treno's in the lived experience. This show is asking you, get your ass out of the club.